All right, maybe you watched the which white spot video and diagnosed ick or velvet in the display. We have some medicated treatments today. They're nearly the same as the 80-20 QT uh, or the prophylactic treatment, but today what we're talking about is I identified it in the display tank. How do I treat for it? And there's some subtle differences. All right, we have Elliot from Marine Collectors again today to tell us how to medicate uh, for both the uh, ick and the velvet. There's a lot of different ways to treat for these things, but medicated is what he does. Why is that? So medicated is kind of just this way to put an entire all-encompassing blanket over protozoan parasites. Um, you know, we're treating for a lot of things that would essentially crash a tank. Uh, medication is the easiest way to do it with the least amount of uh, errors that you potentially make, especially if you're new to this. Um, it's going to actually allow you to do it really effectively as well. The alternative treatment to medicated treatments is typically the tank transfer method, which is something that we'll explain in a future episode. But there are some pretty big pros to medicated, starting with... All right, so the first of it, it's really hard to mess it up. It's actually going to be an extension of the 80-20 QT that we already went over. Um, especially if you're novice, you're going to have a lot higher chance of success rate doing this because it's not as uh, dependent on being as accurate you know, with sterilization and sanitizing. Um, the other thing is that if you are already working with a fish that is infected, you know, into the intermediate or end stages of the actual parasite uh, outbreak, you're going to have a lot higher chance of actually you know, recovering that fish opposed to doing tank transfer, um, you know, which is one, it's going to be stressful moving the fish, but it also has a lot less margin for error. A lot of the time when people, uh, especially people who are doing this for the first or second time, the times when you notice ick and want to treat for it is actually closer to the end stage. And so while the tank transfer method you'll learn about in the future is a little bit more gentle, gentle might not be what we're looking for at that stage. Uh, and again, we're looking for hard to mess up, easy. And because it's just an extension of that 80-20 QT that we've already taught, this should be that. All right, just like anything, there's cons to approaches as well, and uh, Medicated has one. All right, so the first of which, you gotta have that stuff on hand. You know, have copper power, have a copper checker uh, on hand. Don't wait till you have an outbreak. Order it in the mail, maybe it takes a week to get it, you know, and then suddenly that fish has to endure that infection for, you know, a week's time. It's not ideal for the fish, and it's not ideal for your chances of actually recovering that fish either. The copper checker is just because accuracy counts when you're using uh, medications, but there are a lot of different coppers out there. Why copper power over the rest? Yeah, so copper power is just what we use at the Marine Collector's Warehouse. Uh, I know it to work and I know what concentrations it's safe at. Chelated copper sulfate is what copper power is and it's actually a lot more um, forgiving to fish. It's a lot more user-friendly. Uh, that way, if you are a novice to doing this, you know, it's a little bit more forgiving just in case you mess up a little bit. So it's important to note that there's multiple types of copper. There's the chelated copper sulfate, there's other types. So we're focusing only on the chelated copper sulfate, but there are brands of that out there also that have uh, the same, you know, essentially chemical inside, but they don't always produce the same results. Yeah, so we're gonna really just try to stick to what we know. Um, you know, we've used some in the past that were a different brand, but uh, you know, due to manufacturing changes or whatever, they seem to not be as effective. So just save yourself trouble, get some copper power, use that, use the hand of checker. Um, that's what we know to work. All right, so let's treat some ick. And uh, the first step of this is actually observation. Why is that? All right, so with ick, you do have time, you know, the actual amount of uh, duration it takes for the life cycle to accumulate you know, into a actual outbreak that'll be lethal to fish. Um, takes a while, which means that you have the time to watch the fish, see how they handle uh, an outbreak, 
Um, if you happen to look at your fish, you notice that, hey, they've got a lot of spots, um, you know, but the actual infection isn't getting worse. You know, it seems to be around the same number. It's not progressively getting worse and worse week over week. Um, maybe management's the way to go. Uh, if it is getting progressively worse, then treatment might be necessary. So we actually did a whole episode on ick management. This is basically just accepting that this is going to be in your tank. And a lot of times it will visually just go away. It will still be in there, but it's not causing like a visual problem to the fish's health. A lot of that's focused on the population control, the parasite, the diet, water quality. But the first step here is if you see ick and it's not actually getting worse, you may want to consider uh, at least go watch the uh, management video uh, and see if that might be a better solution for you because treatment is going to be a lot of work. You're going to see that in just a second and it may be totally unnecessary. All right, for velvet, there's also a first step which is uh, way more aggressive than watch it. All right, so unfortunately, it's unlike ick, you have no time. Uh, you see it, you pull the fish out. Um, best course of action is formalin, which means catch all the fish in your tank one by one, formalin dip. Um, I wouldn't do them all together just because formalin does actually strip the oxygen, of, or sorry, the water of oxygen. Um, so heavy aeration is definitely gonna be a must. Uh, the dip is consisted of 30, 60 minutes, one mil per gallon. Uh, what we're using is 37% formaldehyde or formalin. Um, always match the temperature, make sure that all the parameters match so it's as uh, least stressful as possible. Um, and then in terms of if you don't want to do formalin, next best option is going to be fresh water. You can do one for three to five minutes. And again, just make sure that the temperature is uh, the same and also you have good aeration. So important point is that you're not going to pull out just the sick fish in the case of velvet. You're going to pull them all and do all of them will get this bath. I noticed that he has uh, two different baths there. One of them is probably best practice being the formalin and most effective. And the other one is just fresh water. Uh, so here's the deal. The formalin is absolutely going to be better, but it's harder to find. It's not going to be found at uh, most fish stores, certainly not in the 37% uh, that uh, is required. Usually it's like mixed in small amounts with other things and fish products. Uh, but the other part is that it has a carcinogenic warning on it. I personally am not equipped to be able to tell you how carcinogenic it is or how to deal with it safely. I have to do a little bit of research on it. But to be frank, it's not the kind of thing that I would like to keep around my house, around my kids and pets and stuff. But there is another emerging option out there, which might actually fit uh, the gap in between these two things, which is hydrogen peroxide. I'd call this a little bit uh, experimental. Uh, have you used hydrogen peroxide before? Uh, I have not. It's also why I can't recommend it because I only use what I know works. Um, but anecdotally, we have seen other people in the industry recommend it. In fact, I think I've seen a good number of people, uh, specifically Humblefish talks about it uh, a lot. Uh, he's a thought leader inside of the uh, fish disease and parasite community, has a forum fully dedicated to this. And one of the things they use for velvet there is actually uh, the hydrogen peroxide. So if you want to go learn more about hydrogen peroxide as a solution for the bath and velvet, I'd go check out Humblefish's website because it Frankly, it'd be awesome for home use if you could find something you get it readily available at every drugstore and is effective and much safer. All right, past step one, which is observation or do that bath because you think it's velvet. Everything else is now the same for velvet and ick, and it starts with following the 80-20 QT. The method is the same. Go watch that. But basically, what is it? 
basically what we're doing is we've got pre-medicated water that we're doing water changes every three days. Uh, basically what we're going to do is just run out the clock. Um, as soon as you don't see symptoms of the parasites on the fish anymore, count the clock 14 days from then, no symptoms for consecutive 14 days and you're done. Yeah, so the difference between this one uh, doing like proactively uh, trying to avoid it is I didn't see signs of ick and that's why I did the quarantine. In this case, we're seeing an uh, actual sign of ick on the fish. So uh, the clock again starts not when we start the treatment, but when the last time that we see ick or velvet on the fish, 14 days from then, if you can do a handful of water changes and add copper to a bin, uh, anybody can do this and be successful. All right, there are a couple deviations from the 80-20 QT when we're actually gonna treat for it, starting with we're gonna run the water a bit cooler. What is that and why? All right, so we're actually gonna be shooting for 70, 72 degrees. The reason why is colder water holds a lot more dissolved oxygen. Um, it's gonna slow bad things down. Um, it's gonna reduce energy burn, but the most important thing is it's gonna reduce the chance for secondary bacterial infections. Um, just like in the 80-20, we are gonna be running nitrofurazone, but if you already have a fish that is you know, end stage, it's covered, you know, completely coated in parasites. What you can basically envision is that you have a bunch of parasites penetrating the epithelial layer. It's like a fish that's covered in small wounds. Um, and then that fish is also sitting in a finite amount of water um, that has waste accumulating over the next three days until you're waiting for that water change to come. Um, and basically what we want to do is prevent that as much as possible so that the fish can actually outrun the parasites life cycle of the feeding stage. Um, that way we can actually get to the point where that fish can handle the treatment a lot better. More or less bad things that happen much slower. We increase the oxygen, which helps the fish. Uh, we reduce that energy burn. The fish is a little bit more docile and all those little hundreds or even thousands of little bites on it are le much less likely to turn into bacterial infections. So 70 to 72 degrees, slight deviation. Another deviation from the 80-20 prophylactic treatment, which is 14 days, we mentioned this earlier, this one's gonna be a little bit longer, why is that? All right, so what we're looking for is 14 days clean or 14 days without symptoms, and that's a consecutive 14 days. So if you've got a fish that, you know, it's been in quarantine for three days, but it's had signs of parasites for that entire time, you haven't started that 14 day clock. The 14 day clock starts from the last day that you saw symptoms. So if it took five days to get them all off of there where you can't see them anymore, it's now a 19-day cycle instead of 14. Another note from the 80-20 is we suggest using nitrofurazone uh, and show how to use it in that QT process, but here it's really critical because. All right, so nitrofurazone, uh, it's an antimicrobial, not to be confused with an antibiotic, but basically if you think about a fish that is, you know, end stage, it has a lot of parasites on the body, that's a lot of wounds where it actually penetrated the skin and the slime coat. Uh, basically what we're trying to do is prevent all of those sites of entry being infected and keep them clean uh, so that way the fish can recover a lot better. So nitrofurazone, we uh, suggested Furian 2, I think from CCHEM, uh, API. And that actually is uh, like uh, off the market, but from behind the scenes, I hear that they're testing another option. So if you'd like to see the uh, Furian 2 come back to market so that we're not having to scour Amazon for uh, nitrofurazone, uh, send API a little note say, hey, I'd love to see that, maybe social or somewhere, or even just note it here in the comments and uh, I'll share that with them as well because we'd like an easy to use ver version of that because the nitrofurazone protecting against those bacterial infections is a really important step. All right, so here's the killer, the big difference between the quarantining and treatment. In quarantining, when I'm done, I'm just gonna add them to the tank. 
in this case though, if I'm treating for disease from a tank, what do I do? This is a case of an ounce of prevention versus a pound of cure. All right, so it's gonna look a little bit different, right? We're pulling all the fish out of the tank. Uh, unfortunately, just because we treated the fish outside the tank does not mean that we can immediately then put them back into the tank once they're done. We have to follow the tank, unfortunately, especially if we're gonna be shooting for eradication, um, especially with velvet. So with velvet, we're gonna be leaving the tank without fish for six weeks. Uh, that means you're gonna have to find a place to put those fish for six weeks outside of your display tank, ideally 10 feet away or in a separate room. Um, and then with, for ick, it's actually 11 weeks. So there are some people that will tell you that uh, ick could be as short as six weeks. Uh, it doesn't really uh, work with every strain and it doesn't work with lower temperatures. So I'd stick with a six weeks for velvet and 11 weeks for ick. But that's the big difference here is with quarantining, the ounce of uh, prevention, I can throw them right in the tank. If I'm treating it because I didn't do the quarantine to begin with, now I gotta find a place to put these fish for 11 weeks. And I also need to think about their health, meaning that uh, if they came out of a 120 gallon tank and it was heavily stocked, I probably need another 120 gallon tank to uh, stock them. It could be a horse trough or some other container, but I mean, this is long-term months that they need to be housed in there in a healthy fashion. So big, big deviation there that at the end here, we need to actually house these fish, let all of the process of ick get out of our display tank. All right, so with ick, there is an alternative to the 11 week uh, uh, follow period. Because to be frank, for a lot of people, setting up a second tank and doing an 11 week follow period isn't realistic and the fish are just gonna die if that's the only option. So we have to create second options uh, that are not as good. Uh, but better than just letting them die, what is it? Yeah, so that's gonna be ick management. Uh, we actually already made a video on it. Go watch it in its entirety. Go make sure that you understand all the facets of it. But you know, when you have the fish out, you medicated them, uh, you can go ahead and put those uh, measures in place, ID, UV, sediment filter, get those in place. That way you can actually you know, put a really big dent in the population before you put those fish back in the tank. So we're gonna focus really primarily on health of the fish and maintaining healthy fish. And then we're also gonna focus on, you know, ways to reduce the overall population of parasites in the tank. So uh, I would suggest really considering doing the sediment filter method, which will actually capture a bunch of the free swimmers. And then also consider using the UV uh, to actually sterilize them and prevent them from replicating while we're doing the initial QT here, because we're going to reduce those populations of tank, get the fish healthy, and then we're gonna add them back and we're gonna use those uh, management methods. And yes, not as perfect as the uh, total eradication in the 11th week fallow period, but you have to decide for yourself, am I just gonna let it die? Am I gonna do the fallow period? Or am I gonna do something in between? I mentioned earlier, there is another method uh, uh, as an alternative to the medicated method. It's called the tank transfer method. And that's actually next right here.